Don't don't mess up. I know. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to Mom's Take Five. We are happy to see you again. <laughs> Is that serious, sir? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man. Ew. There's slobber. I slobber. <laughs> I totally spit on the snot. A logie. Not, not a logie on there. Yeah, I hooked a logie. <laughs> is it Lugie? Lugie. <laughs> right? She's yes. never going to be able to know. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Mom's Take 5. <laughs> Why did you do that? that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Mom's, Mom's Take, Take 5. five. <laughs> Our lucky winner tonight is... <laughs> First up, we've got Molly. (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted to go with that show. Me too. Seriously. Me too. The price is right. It was awesome. It was awesome. All right. Welcome back to Mom's Take 5. We are episode 14. We are talking about bullying slash anti-bullying. So a little bit of a deeper topic. But first, let's get some updates. This is Ashley. Molly, Kim, and Tara. We are four best friends who, by fate, moved into the same cul-de-sac. We talk all things mom, wife, and woman. We are Moms Take Five. Can't even tell the difference, right? No. <laughs> Let's see, Molly, you know how to do those. You remember really songs good. really good. Bling. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Wow, that was that was spot on. They're always really good. They're always spot on. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, it should be in the music business. I'm multi-talented. I can sing and dance. Oh, (laughs) really well. Yeah, (laughs) you are really good. (laughs) Well, we're back. We're here. The four four of us this time. (laughs) It's a party. I'm actually surprised that this was the first time that somebody had to ditch out. I know. know. Ditch out. Ditch out. <laughs> I didn't mean you to were just out. sitting at home. Yeah, yeah, right. right. So you, <laughs> I saw you peeking out your window. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. I can't come. I'm eating popcorn or something. <laughs> no, I look forward to these. I love them, and it makes me sad when, well, not when I only had to miss one. Yeah, but I, I missed y'all. Yeah, Same. and you guys were awesome. It was a little quieter. It was. Well, <laughs> just so a crickets. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like soothing. It was a nice soothing episode. You know, I didn't have to fill any gaps. It was pretty. Oh, that's good. It was good. Okay, no, now calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I I you guys missed us a ton. Don't yeah, lie. It's okay. I we asked, did. You, we were I lost. Asked Cody, I said, was it boring? He goes, no, there was a lot of good information. And I said, oh, so it was boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, I took a lot of notes. Blank page. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, and you said I was funnier. <laughs> <or> <laughs> No, that's awesome. I uh, I thought it was good for Disneyland stuff. That's we are hoping to take our kids soon, so it's a good episode to listen to for that. You can circle back. Yep. Yeah, we'll circle back on that one. I'm hoping to take my kids. My husband's not, so we'll see how long. <laughs> I'll go with you. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, wait, does he not? I thought he liked Disneyland. You guys no, went. We you went, went by ourselves. Yeah, that was great. I, he doesn't like it with kids though. No, he's kind of a turd. You'd have to gotcha. leave Van. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Van, but he thinks they're too young still, and then. He, it's a lot of money, and he's cheap. Yeah, it Me is too. expensive. There's no, yeah, it's a lot of money. See, I love it. Me too. I could be a Disney crazy Disney person. Mom. Yeah, but it fun. is. Yeah, and I do want to try all the food and all the stuff, which I know it's overpriced. And but I, I think that's places. why he liked it so much while we were there because we tried all the food. I think when the kids were, if we had the kids, we wouldn't be able to try all the food. That's yeah, you're right because it costs. There's so many of yeah, us. Yeah, three three <laughs> times as much. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. So point. that definitely helped. Yeah, mm. we'll just pack sandwiches for our kids. I Mark and I try. Everything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're like sitting in the corner, scarfing something. Mom, yeah. Dad, what are you eating? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm just eating my hand. My human <laughs> eating my hand. I like this wall. Yeah, this wall. It's really <laughs> colorful and pretty right here. <laughs> Um, yeah. Kim's got a big day coming up. I know you mentioned it, but we are like days away. Yeah, thank goodness. I'm getting my nose fixed, my sinuses. 
You guys oh, won't man. even know who's talking to yes. us. Oh, it'll be like a fifth member of of the podcast. <laughs> Brand new voice. Yeah. Hello. Right? Who replaced Kim? Yeah, who is this <laughs> new person? I've been waiting for this and we're going to record re-record the intro. Oh, yeah. Because you hate that. Oh, your yeah, name? I yeah. Oh, I think you sound good. I, my, my I'm like, Tara. <laughs> like, that's me. And Tara. Like, I never say my name like that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tara. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's hear how you would say your name. Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I think this is what happened when we tried uh, to record it. And everyone it was like, too. how do we say our names? Like, we I usually don't have to say our own name. That's true. I'm Tara. Tara. Nighttime talks. 801. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but it's going to be different. Just wait. Okay. The anticipation. She's okay. been practicing. Yes. yes. You just sit in front of the mirror. Tara. 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 Hi. Tara. 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 <laughs> Facial expressions don't matter, though, on a podcast. Are you sure? Yep. Because haven't you heard, like, you could hear, like, if you smile, you tend to talk happier? <laughs> see how I'm smiling right now? <laughs> yeah, I can see you. <laughs> how they about you, can, audience? But are you, how about you guys out there? Are you smiling when you listen to this? <laughs> Look, go ahead and peek in the mirror. Is there a smile on your face? Okay. <laughs> you already touched on Disneyland on the last one, right? Yep. There was a bomb.com who's the bomb.com last and a half yep incredible coaster to the sky back yep. down all around all around <laughs> good stuff okay <laughs> are you guys adjusted back to normal life um i think so i mean normal life is kind of weird right now but yeah <laughs> i feel like coming back from a trip you like needed more time off yeah oh, for sure. to just like get everything back to normal we needed life. some sleep the good news is we stayed in the Airbnb and there was laundry detergent. So I basically had everything clean. Oh, that's nice. When oh, I came home. Nice. Yeah, because that's the hardest part, I feel like, yeah. is laundry. Recovering from all the laundry. Yes. But it was all so done. So much laundry. So I could just kind of chill. And we cleaned before we left. So my house was clean. Can yeah, you guys go out of town with a messy house? I don't like to. I don't either. <laughs> Molly? You don't. I can. But Matt doesn't like it, so we do it. You guys clean before you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because Matt likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous, I like see. a critter's gonna move in or something. If oh. I don't, or would you not have know clean? if you don't clean? But and then they, yeah, you don't know. You come home and it is clean. You're like, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> that's a clean critter. It's a clean critter. You're welcome. No, I'm kidding. There's no critters in our house. Goodness, but that's what I worry about. You know, if it's not picked up and vacuumed and dishes done kind of stuff yeah there we go right molly yeah <laughs> just feel terrible when i leave it dirty <laughs> i have to say i've got to shout out matt and cody molly and kim's husbands for coming to my husband's aid helping us install some of our parks that was so amazing we have thanked them up and down i hope i've thanked you up and down because i cannot tell you how awesome that was i kind of volunteered matt before uh, he had an option but i think he would do it on his own um he makes fun of my mom for volunteering my dad for everything yeah so i pulled a debbie and volunteered him well thank you for pulling debbie yes honestly it was I, and i know i told mark i'm like it was this is just as big of a sacrifice for because they had to do a whole weekend without having their husband there to help out. It wasn't was too bad. No. Well, it really was it. Um, mm. John didn't help because we weren't home. Yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. John's like, <laughs> John's like, I'm out. Yeah. He's all peace. Going to Disneyland. Was going to go next week, but we'll go today. Just <laughs> kidding. No, I, I know. You guys are honestly the best of friends. Cody Just came amazing. home with all of these plans for next year. <laughs> they had all these ideas how to make it go quicker and oh I know Matt I know too and like we'll just make weekend of it yeah and talking I tried it. Molly and I went back and forth like trying to make it up there and I was just like I don't know that I can well it like, was a quick it was a quick decision yeah yeah a lot to pack kids that that fast I, I spent most of the day looking at Airbnbs <laughs> for the weekend and then I looked at motorhomes possibly and mm -hmm. then I went back and forth with Kim yeah. and I was like maybe I'll stay in Logan which is close <laughs> and we can and then it was just like nope yep <laughs> I know I kept the pressuring I'm like are you are you on your way I know <laughs> how close are you guys <laughs> the biggest was van 
Just I, for sure. Having all four of them by myself since Matt would be working. I was like, oh. I know. No, thank you. It's Sounds true. like a great idea, but also not. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. When you're chasing one, you don't have help with. Yeah. Looking after the it others. Yeah. But they killed it. Like I said, quickest install ever. Mark was like thrilled. He's like, wow, man. Us old man know what we're doing, you know? That's what it's like when you don't have to lift all that by yourself. Yeah, I know. His port, yeah, his pack. And they, I think I mentioned it two episodes ago. Mark's back. You know, he yes. was, I, we wouldn't have been able to open. There's just no way. He was in such bad shape. But his back's getting better. It's obviously getting a lot better. It's still sore every day. It's still, I think he needs some physical therapy. So we're probably going to start that, but. And then Matt uh, fit really well in the bunk beds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so My husband is 6'3", but he looks like a much taller guy than that. I don't know why. He does he look just kind of has tall. like a, a big st- structure. He's yes. Broad. Yeah. He's broad. Broad yep. and just too, he's <laughs> pretty studly, but <laughs> he does not fit in a bunk bed very well. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I, that was my favorite part because I kept looking at Mark. I mean, Mark's six one. He's also broad. Yeah. But like those two inches in a bunk. <laughs> make, like every time I'd look at, I'd look at Cody and Matt because Cody slept in the bunk the first night. Then the second night he brought this thick mattress and slept in his car. So Cody was all bundled up in his sleeping bag and his hoodie because he's always cold. Always in a and hoodie. <laughs> And then with Matt, I was, we had extra sleeping bags. We're like, Hey dude, do you want to at least like lay on a sleeping bag? Like whatever makes you more comfortable. He's like, Nope, I got my blankie. I got my, what is it? Those pillows called? <laughs> what are they called? Squishmallows. 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 Yep. He's like, I'm fine. But he gets in there and like, he has to like curve his feet off of the edge, like really <laughs> awkwardly. Cause it's so tight. And then this is my favorite one. I got up in the middle of the night. I had to go, I had to go the, to the restroom so I had to pass the bunks I just hear him rolling it was like 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 every part of his body is hitting the wall trying to roll in this bunk (laughs) and then I come out and his feet are like harshly pressed up against the bottom of the bunk because you could tell he's trying to stretch (laughs) but it wasn't long enough yet his neck's cranked sideways yep yep oh man so he slept well yeah he slept good I know good I kept telling Mark I'm like Oh man, babe. I'm sure he slept real good when he got home. Hope he stood okay. Yeah, yeah. They did say they're like we were so tired by the end of the day. It did not matter. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Pillow. Yeah, sure. He still slept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he heard Mark snore. You hear that, babe? Matt said he heard you snore, not me. (laughs) Swish. Swish. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. Any other updates? We're super exciting. I guess. What has been going on? It's been. It's been kind of quiet around here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because we've all been kind of. And I feel like it's been super hot. It has been. I went outside today to water my flowers without shoes, and it was a bad choice. My feet were were on fire. I was like doing the dance, like trying to water them. I was like, (laughs) go faster. And when I got inside, they just still felt super hot. I could not believe how hot the cement was. Oh, man. I, got, I did reach half a million followers Ooh, on TikTok. <laughs> Where's the party? <laughs> oh. Where's the oh, oh. And you're kind of like, you're quite a ways over that. Pretty now. much yeah, over that. She's now. 600. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, like, okay. That's weird. You hear that? <laughs> we have someone famous with That's us. That's right. That's right. Tonight. You are all famous in my eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give free stuff. (laughs) Sometimes ours get mixed up, so maybe it'll end up at your house. Sometimes Molly will share, too. That's kind of cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, you've been doing nails. No, Ashley. Ashley's got like this natural skill. She's currently. She does. I'm trying to take <laughs> Molly's nails off. She's really and skilled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> sucking it up. Yeah. Molly's sitting here with foils on, on her fingers. Yep. I want her to do my nails tomorrow. She's like, oh, we should take off your gel now. So she put these big foil things on and nothing's moving. 
surprise. What did they yeah, We've got a surprise for Molly tomorrow. It's it's 80s themed. And I, I did my nails, like, actually, initially unintentionally, the kind of more 80s-ish. Yeah. And it's going to work out. But Ashley did a beautiful job. I mean, she's... She's good. She really is. Just starting. She kind of... She's so good. She pays attention to detail, which makes such a difference. Because like it is so hard to get a good manicure pedicure these days, I feel like. So I'll just walk you through. So right now she's gently pressing the Q-tip full of acetone on her nail. We're putting the tinfoil <laughs> back on. Yeah, the tinfoil is going back on. For the 20th. <laughs> Molly loves cotton, so she's enjoying really love this. cotton balls. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, awesome. We all good with Sorry. the updates? Yeah. Okay, so we'll dive into our topic. Um, we're talking about bullying, anti-bullying. I know none of us are professionals here but I thought we could talk about it from you know as a parent's perspective personal perspective um what we've experienced what we've known what we don't know I thought you were gonna say none of us are bullies I hope not none of us are bullies (laughs) I don't think I (laughs) hope not I hope not I don't think so no but I figured we'd start and all of you out there too if if any of you have ever experienced bullying or your child is experienced bullying, like share if you're comfortable with it. We'd love to hear your story, how you overcame it, how you're overcoming it. Um, it is a really, it's a serious thing. It, it obviously has a lot of impact on the individual, I think on both sides, but especially those that are, you know, being bullied. Um, so I thought we'd take it back to when we were a kid. If you think back, was there ever a time where you felt like you were bullied I was. I was yeah. <laughs> growing up I was chubby and just like buck teeth, crooked, glasses, like all the things that you could think of like an awkward child I had. And I remember there were certain girls that would not play with me. And that's when I started hanging out mostly with the boys. I don't know if that's where my <laughs> infinity <laughs> of hanging out with boys came from. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they would single me out and wouldn't play with me. I remember coming home. I have to, I should have talked to my mom about it because I feel like she remembers more of it yeah. than I did. But I would come home from the bus crying because girls would say mean things on the bus. So I hated the bus. I did not ever want to go. And I don't think I went long. Like, my mom figured a way to come get me from school or somebody else so I didn't have to go on the bus. Oh, and that was elementary school? Yep. Mm-hmm. Was it all through elementary? Um, yeah. And then, I don't know, middle school I started, um, I like emceed the talent show and I ended up being like the, the chubby, funny person. <laughs> and so you people are funny. You're very funny. started, I feel like, interacting with me more <laughs> oh my. so I I think I still probably got bullied a little bit more but it was mostly in elementary school oh my gosh do you think you turned to like laughing and like comedy to maybe overcome it maybe that might be where my self-deprecating humor comes yeah. from yeah because you it, to me it seems like you're a very confident person now, yeah now you know like you you're not afraid to go for it. And, and I feel like somehow through all of the bullying, I still was like confident in myself. Like, I don't think, I don't know if they like specifically ever said I was chubby or, you know, and my mom was so good about not talking about body and how I looked. And um, right. so like when I got to high school, I lost all my weight. Not on purpose. It just came off. It was just like I was growing. And um, I remember all the doctors saying, like asking me if I ate because they thought I was starving myself. And the guy started talking to me a little different. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Like it just, the the, like tone of it, you know, changed. And there were these senior guys that wanted to hang out. And I was like, 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 what do you mean hang out? You want to joke around or? <laughs> or are you trying to hold my hand? Yeah. Like what's 
I don't know. So I just never like fully thought of myself as a chubby person until I wasn't anymore. And I look back and I was like, okay, yeah, I had a little extra padding. So I don't know if it was just my personality all along that just had a little bit of confidence or if I, like Kim said, I used humor to just blow over it. Right. But humor makes the world go around. I'm, yeah, I lean towards humor. Did, when you would go home to your mom, what did that conversation look like? Like what kind of things would she say to you when you were explaining what was happening on the bus? I should have called her. Darn it. I know. We'll call her. Debbie. Speed dial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I do think though, that's a big commitment to your parents though, probably because it, I've heard that it helps to have a really good, stable home life for like both sides, really the bully or the one being bullied to like kind of have that instilled confidence, like internal, you know, like you have a safe space to go home to. Exactly. And I could talk to my mom about it and she wouldn't be like, like grow up, be stronger. Right. Don't let it affect you. Yeah. I feel like she did just let me feel. Right. Express you know, yourself. And we, we talked about it and my mom's always been a great listener. So I think that was a big thing. Just like letting me talk. Mm-hmm. And I think she probably honestly just hugged me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever remember any big words of wisdom or, you know, how people are saying, oh, my mom always said. Right. Like, I don't ever remember that. I just remember being able to cry to my mom and being able to give her just hugs. Just her being there 100%. It's the whole, you don't always remember what they say, but you remember how they made you feel. Exactly. Sounds like she comforted you. Yeah. Right. Just gave you what you felt maybe you were missing that day. Yeah. I think that's huge. What about Kim, Ashley? Do you ever remember seeing or being the one? I mean, I feel like I was kind of a chubby kid too. Um, I'm waiting for mine to to drop off. Oh, you stop it. (laughs) I, uh... Like, I, I don't know that I was ever, like, made fun of, but I did, I wasn't, like, the popular kid. I didn't have tons of friends. I always had, like, a couple close friends, but I remember one time in probably seventh grade, which is odd because that's when I started to, like, thin out. A mm-hmm. uh, boy, <clears throat> like, was like, hey, do you need a quarter to call Weight Watchers? And, I mean, this was, Ooh. what, 30 years ago? And, I mm-hmm. like, I remember where I was like I could point it out I could go to the school and show you where I was and it's just crazy how like that one comment from one kid Mm -hmm. how it sticks with you and like then I definitely got more aware of my body I like before that when you said that there was a kid that told me (laughs) this was high school this was when I was looking better you know there's a kid that told me that my boobs were really low (laughs) and that like crush you know in high school and you know your looks are so important I remember I still look at my boobs sometimes I mean of course they're low now I've had four kids and I breastfed (laughs) them but yeah sometimes I'm like what like (laughs) is this proportion like let's boosting them up a little bit I mean if he could see yeah. you now right after four kids right I'd be no like hello buddy look at you, this you uh-huh. want to see those right now bud? no kidding <laughs> it may look great even but now. I do you do there's just yeah. those weird things that have mm-hmm. that just stick with you and I was never like I was always a very like happy kid that would just play and like like I said I wasn't super popular but I was never self-conscious probably until until that happened and then it you know you're more aware. I was became really self-conscious of how I looked and like compared mm-hmm. myself from like one smart ass kid. I know. And you was know, it ongoing? Like, did he continue? No, it was like one time. One time. Yeah. I mean, I remember his name, like everything. That it's, moment yeah. just stuck with you. And like I said, like I, there, I mean, who knows? I don't, I guess I didn't pay attention if people were making fun of me ever, but I did have a girl that lived next to us and I, she would like lived with, it was part time and she was kind of a, kind of an odd kid. And looking back, I feel kind of bad because sometimes we didn't want to play with her and she had warts all over her hands Oh, and it like, they still gross me out thinking about it, but she would chew on them oh, and boy. then she would chase us. 
So it was kind of, I feel like a mutual teasing, but she would like chase us all around and then we'd slam the door on her. And then like, then I felt, I remember feeling bad, like shutting the door on her, but I didn't want to be chased. I don't blame you. I don't blame you not wanting to be chased. That would be, but that would be hard. Yeah, you guys laugh. It was traumatizing. <laughs> Sounds slightly traumatizing. It does. But but I, yes. But I'm like, sure like from her perspective, it probably hurt her feelings. Yeah. yeah. And I, so they're okay. Looking at bullying, there's obviously moments in, sorry, I just, I was looking at the defini- definition because I feel like we all have like those moments where, oh man, I was mean to that person and I feel bad I did that or like vice versa, right? Like that statement that stayed with you forever, the Weight Watcher statement. Bullying is something that is ongoing where that same person is consistently bothering you in some way, you so know, I don't cutting need to feel you bad. down. I don't need to feel bad about slamming the door. Well, well it how sounded often? like it was ongoing. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yes. You if do. it was a continual thing, Kim. This guy's thing. So actually by definition, <laughs> right? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this was a daily thing. No I'm kidding. It might be a little different if she was chasing you trying to, I, I don't know. But you know, where someone's actually like, consistently going after that person. So it's like this constant cutting down, cutting down, cutting down, cutting down. Ashley, anything? I don't remember. Like Kim, I had like one time, I remember people calling me ashtray and pretending to put out a cigarette on me, you know, and they thought it was hilarious, but it was really one time, but I was a very quiet kid. I always would sit away like in the back and I would do anything to not have any attention. So, I don't remember anything if anything happened. I was never like really put together well. My mom worked full time. And so I was <laughs> kind of looked like a little scroungy, you know, if you look back at my school pictures. Anyway. So it was uh, like a yeah. <clears throat> self-confidence thing. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Yeah. For myself. Right. I remember when I was younger, I was super skinny growing up, like always just really slender. And there was a group of kids in elementary that would always tell me, like, ew, you need to eat. Ew, are you anorexic? Like, all the time. And same thing, I remember I'd go home, I'd tell my mom about it, because I'd be, like, really hurt, because I'm, like, I started looking in the mirror, like, oh, my word, I'm too skinny. I'm too skinny, I'm too skinny. You know, that was, like, going through my mind all the time. So I talked to my mom about it, talked to my dad about it. And same thing, they were, like, those individuals... Like it got, even came down to the point, like, what do they look like? They're like, not that that matters, but just tell me about this person. And they're like, okay, they're probably struggling with their own insecurities. So they're cutting at you, you know? And I, I don't think it affected me largely through life. Luckily, I didn't go through any like eating disorders, nothing like that. But I know as an adult, we've talked about it. They were worried about that because it was just like this constant, you're too skinny. You need to eat more. You're too skinny. You need to eat more. You know, and that starts to affect a person. Oh yeah. Of course. Um, but I, th- I'm grateful that my parents were so good at just like same thing where you just had, I had a safe space to go to a safe shoulder to cry on good advice. You know, they weren't vindictive. It was just like, this is probably what they're going through. You know, let's help you out. But I know Mark being a school teacher, he sees it a lot, a lot. I mean, he's like, it is so sad how many bullies and bullying goes on and he's like what's sad is that usually a bully is bullying a kid and they'll do it like discreetly and quietly so that no one really notices and then the person being bullied finally acts acts out because they get so frustrated and then that's the person that gets in trouble but really they were being antagonized for over and over you know um so it's a really tough position and then they the schools, they look at, okay, the bully, they're like, man, we don't want to be too quick to send him home because usually the person that's bullying someone maybe doesn't have a healthy home life or they just went through something super traumatic. So yeah. they're, you know, they don't know how to express their emotions they're stressed, whatever it is. So it's like, he's like, usually it's, we send one to the office, one to a counselor and then swap and just trying to yeah. counsel them through it. I hear a lot of um, talk about bullying and 
a lot of times I hear stuff about like, oh, the schools aren't doing enough, the teachers, but I'm like, these teachers have 20, 30 kids that they are looking after every day. Like, yep. they're not going to be able to see everything that's going on. I mean, they're not with them at recess. They're not with them in the bathrooms. Yep. They're not with them, you know, at, at PE or art. Like, there's so much time that they're not with them. And also, like I said, there's so many kids. Yeah. Like, I don't see half of the things my four kids do. Right. No, it's true. I know. And they're so, like you said, they can be so sneaky with it. Yep. And it, a lot of it happens outside of school with social media and yep. this yeah, the cyberbullying. Snapchat. And I legit was just reading. It says most bullying occurs in and around school and on playgrounds. And it peaks usually from ages 11 to 13. And then it says, although the internet lends itself to particularly distressing forms of bullying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but approximately 20% of students report being bullied at school. Yeah. I remember yep. my kid last first, no first grade. He was telling his teacher that he was being bullied and she was really good. She emailed me right away. I was in tears, yeah. <sighs> tears. Cause I was like, he hadn't, I mean, he was saying, you know, he had a hard time with friends, making friends and stuff, but he never said he was being bullied, but she's like, I've watched him a lot. And I think it, like you said, it wasn't persistent. It was just like maybe somebody doing a little something mean. And right. And my kid's ultra sensitive. So it could be something small here and there. And he's going to turn it in to something a little bit bigger than it was. Because it can still be hurtful, yes. of course. So I was like but bawling and like trying to talk to him. And he wasn't telling me. And I kept, you know, just going back and forth with the teacher. And she's like, I, I, really trying hard to keep my eye on it and I just don't think it is a bully situation like I do think maybe there is a little bit of teasing and but she was wonderful like the interaction I was able to have with her she always like wrote me back right away um she kind of gave me a plan of what she was gonna do and I don't know it was it was awesome that's awesome I I love that I know there's a major emphasis like for the teachers to take it seriously you know yeah and help set up whatever they can to help resolve it and stop it. But it's hard. So with kids, so you had with your oldest, with Noah, have you experienced any of it with yours? My oldest being 12. Not really quite yet. I'm trying to think if there's been any big he had my oldest got a haircut once and there was a thing going around that like after you got a haircut the kids would slap the back of your head and be like nice cut bro or something like that and Mm. when he went to school he walked in and and some of the admin or the teachers said hey I love your haircut but just so you know this thing is going around so if that happens to you like let me know and tell me who it is that we can because they were trying to put an end to it yeah I feel like the school he went to they were it was kind of small enough that they could really it's it very much, I mean, any school's anti-bullying, I feel like, but they were mm-hmm. very much on top of it. So they could kind of, as long as they Put knew about it. it. Right. But he mm-hmm. was called snitch a few times and he was also called teacher's pet and things like that. That kind of got to him and I felt mm-hmm. bad. So he would, he would, he's kind of like me. I think he's a bit observant. So mm-hmm. he would notice things going on, but be afraid to say anything to anybody because he didn't want to be called snitch. So that's been kind of hard for him. Yeah. He's going to a bigger school. So I am a little bit worried and he's going to be riding the bus. So that makes me a little bit nervous. Cause I'm like, the bus is probably the hardest part for sure. Yeah, that's, I feel like yeah. where I got it the most. Yep. Yeah. It's a very intimate setting. Yep. You yeah. know, when the bus driver's driving a bus, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. They have to focus on the road. Yeah. yeah they can't do much for you. Or they can, yeah. they can be like the, uh, <laughs> what movie is that with Chris, Chris Farley and he's driving the bus. Do you know what I'm talking about oh, with this yes. slick, is gross though? hair? Is, is it got to be an Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler movie, isn't it? And he's like, I don't even remember. <laughs> he freaks out. <laughs> what is he is saying? it Billy Madison? Is it Billy? Oh, it is Billy yeah. Madison. Okay. <laughs> On the bus. I don't remember. It's so good. Um, do they have like riders now? Like, um, like an adult that rides along with a bus? I thought along I've seen some ever? sometimes, I but I'm I not sure. Too. That would be, I know they do it if like field trips and yeah. stuff, but I don't know. I'm not sure we don't have any good idea. bus riders yet. So I guess I'll find out here soon. Yeah. 
Yeah, we haven't experienced, you know, just with such young grades, I don't think we've experienced it yet at school, but even like with friends, Tyler was, and he still is kind of slow with like talking and people have teased him about how he says words and it's, oh, like mama bear comes out Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, like with anything, like it may not be like a consistent bullying, but like teasing still hit deep, you know? No, Kid, you're right. Kids are mean and yeah. kids are impressionable. So, yep. like, they hear one thing that somebody says about them and it's like, like, I remember Noah, I used to paint his nails because he really liked it. And I think somebody at school, I think it was even preschool, said something about it or kindergarten. And he's like, no, mom, boys don't paint your nails. I was like, you can do what you want. Like, if you yeah. like it. And I don't think he, he's done it since. Since. Sad. I know it's so hard. Yeah. I worry about, you know, Freya's hair because she's got short antigen syndrome, which is just where, well, okay, that's what we think. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but our dermatologist is pretty sure that's what it is. Her hair just doesn't grow at a normal rate as all of ours. And it's supposed to go away by puberty. But right now, I mean, her hair, she's got some longer pieces and some really short pieces. And she doesn't want me to cut it. She wants to keep what she's got, you know. Um, And she's a confident little lady. She's so cute. She's so full of confidence. And I just love it. And I want to wrap it up. And I want her to keep it forever. Um, But I worry with her hair, like going into kindergarten. There's been two times she's told me someone told her that her hair looked like only boys have short hair. And so, like, there's been a few times she's like, Mom, I wish... I can't wait till my hair's long like yours or I can't wait till my hair's long like Emmy's or, and I just always say, honey, your hair is so beautiful. And I'll pull up pictures of women with short hair, like pink and pink's daughter. And like, like, look how cool their short hair is. And she's still, like I said, she still seems so confident, but I get so nervous about that because I know kids are so mean. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit older and, and their class sizes are going to be bigger, right? Like going from yep. preschool to kindergarten. For sure. So new kids. It's I always know. It's hard. Were the yeah. people at school or was it like just one like neighborhood kids? It was neighborhood kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're all like, was it our kid? <clears throat> okay. No, it was not. Okay. Um, yeah, I know it's, but I just, we just try to continue to instill that confidence and know, give her so a hug. Hard. And I know because we're all going to face hard things, but it's the bullying, the like antagonizing consistent where like people are nervous about it every day, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like we like sometimes I try and like deter my kids from some things. Cause I'm like, I know they're probably going to get bullied, like teased over it. Like Noah has a, very big curly mullet and I love it. I love it's that so he loves cute. it so much, but sometimes I'm like, well, should we cut it? Oh. And I just like worry that I know. And he likes to put it in a man bun and he likes me to <laughs> braid the top and then have like a little poof at the top. And sometimes I'm like, no, you know what? Which I love it. I know, I know. but it's so hard because I, I love it. I love that he's expressing himself. I love that, you know, he wants to do something different, but like as a parent, you're like, is he going to get teased for this? I don't want to put him in this position yeah. totally I know I, the same things go through my mind that's so you, sad that like we deter them from doing something that they like like I he know. likes his his hair mm-hmm. and he likes doing stuff with it because people are so mean and yep. have to have an opinion about everything and have to voice it like if you if someone doesn't like his hair why can't they just go about their day yeah, yeah. right you know, why do, why do people shut. have to say something about it to Make him, you know, or us or yeah, whoever self-conscious about it. I know. I was reading this one article and it was talking about like, are bullies born bullies? And the answer is no, mm-hmm. they're not. It really has to do with a lot of social development for yep. one. And usually it can start as early as like the age of two, I think is what I read. Really? really? Wow. So if the normal aggression of two-year-olds is not handled with consistency, children fail to acquire internal restraints against such behavior. Is it saying, too, like, parents are a big thing? I feel like parents Mm -hmm. are 
I've I've had <laughs> I'm on TikTok, you know. Yes. Big audience. And so the, of course there's always mean people. Yep. And I'm like your kids. Like you're making these comments as a yeah. grown ass adult. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Like where do you think kids are learning this? Yep. They learned that it's okay to say stuff like that. Yeah. From And people are like, Oh, it's social media. You're putting yourself out there. You should expect no. Like just because somebody's putting themselves out there does not open us up to it's not ridicule asking. and exactly and mean comments. Like it's exactly. just ridiculous. Um, yeah. This says those who chronically bully tend to have strained relationships with parents and peers. Yep. Interesting. So that makes sense. Yep. Well, it's hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like usually people that are saying mean things, commenting mean, they are hurt from something. Yeah. And like same thing. There was a study that I read into, I really liked it where it said most bullies had some type of traumatic event happen in their childhood or unhealthy relationships with their parents um, where they just feel like a sense of loss and instability, you know, or they themselves have been like bullied by their family, yeah, you know, and they don't have this space to be able to express themselves. Yeah. And so they lash out, you know? The other thing I read is bullies need victims. So if you're, it's, it also talks a lot about like making sure your kids know how to handle it because if yep. you are giving into it and you're reacting to it, then they're more likely to come back to, but don't re don't throw a punch, you know, learn to walk away. So it's, it's important to learn the proper ways to handle to teach it. them. Yeah. For how sure. To deal with it properly. So it's like any sort of behavioral thing, like, if it's getting the attention, mm-hmm. no yep. matter how they're getting it, they're going to keep doing that. Yep. yep. When you ignore bad behavior, it yep. tends to go away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, t- I tell my kids that even with their siblings all the time, mm-hmm. yep. like just ignore them. They'll stop doing it. Like when they're pestering them and it's so hard for them to just ignore them. But I'm like, I promise. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> It'll go away. They're wanting you to react. Yep. yep. It's hard for me as an adult to ignore it. Like when I see someone being mean to my kid, oh I know, yeah. it's hard to walk away and just like not say anything. But I do notice, and I need to be better at it, and better at like teaching. Tyler's like my sensitive kid. I don't worry as much about Nick, but I need to teach him to use his voice. And right. I, like I can't be that. I can't be there for him all the time. Like yeah. Yeah. I need to teach him that. Like if someone's not treating you well. Don't be around that person. Right. And make sure to speak up for yourself. Yes. I was, I was going to say, there's probably a balance. Like you need, it's okay to stick up for yourself. Yes. And it's okay to know when to walk away when they're not worth your time. Yep. You know? And he has had a friend that's been kind of mean to him. And I will tell him, I'll be like, you can say no. I'll be like, if they treat you like that, say something. You can, and he'll say, but then they won't want to be my friend. And that just like breaks my heart because he... <sighs> he wants a friend right and he doesn't want to like lose that friend or be mean and it's those little sensitive people pleasers yes it was yep. the same way yeah <sighs> yep, that's and her. it's so sweet because that's a precious part of them like yeah. that is so genuine and sincere that's probably going to be amazing yeah and, and already is in some points of their life but then you worry about those that are opposite of that yeah yeah what is are he they going to eat them alive like, what is he yeah. going to put up with to have a friend. Yeah. Right. People walking all over him and taking yeah. advantage. And yeah. And I liked, um, like the reminder of if you are being bullied, there's nothing wrong with you. Like there's, you are not at fault. Like whatever they're picking on with you, it's not anything you're doing wrong. It's, it's what the bully is dealing with. You know, they're taking it out on you. I thought that was really important because I think a lot of the victims of bullies think oh like I remember I went going throughout in my life in my mind like oh man if I had a little extra on me if I wasn't so skinny like maybe I do need to eat more starting to do that and I'm like no I eat plenty I'm a healthy kid yeah <laughs> I just have a very slender build I was and just, just slender growing you just up. internalize that yes. and like I said kids are they just soak that all in yeah no you're right so it's true yeah it's a tender topic and there's so I, I still don't think that our system has figured out how to handle it because I think both sides need the help. 
Yes. Yeah. You know, exactly. yeah. the bullies need help because they've got some unhealthy and difficult situations they're dealing with, of course. And then, of course, the victim needs help True. and support. Yeah. But I think it stems back to, man, just trying to provide a safe space for our kids at home. Yeah. And building that confidence in your kids. And like, how do you how do you do that? Because like, I feel like once I hit 30s, you know, I was like, yep, I'm pretty awesome. Like, I like myself. I don't care if you don't like me how I am. Like, this is me. Yeah. But I mean, it took me 30, 30 years. <laughs> totally. I mean, I'm still struggling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, what do you do to just make sure your kids know and love themselves and have that self-love? Because I feel like now that has gone a long way with me. Like if I was on TikTok in my 20s and I heard some of the things that people were telling me, and I just can't imagine teenagers hearing this stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. Yep. Like it just hurts my heart because I'm, I'm secure with myself. I'm, I'm me. Right. But they're just so young and take that all to heart. It just, oh, no, like you said, they're so hard. They're impressionable. Yes. But that would be fun to hear from our, like our audience. Like what have you done? Like even some of our older audience that you've have kids that are maybe grown up. And what kind of things did you do to help instill that confidence and maybe safety net for them? Yeah. I'd love to hear. I do remember kids in high school that just had that confidence. You know, you remember those kids that just didn't care. Even in high school. Uh-huh. Like there were just those. And I just always think I'm like, oh, man, I hope that's my kids. Yep. Like they were just OK being themselves. They didn't have to change anything. Like I feel like. I was definitely confident in high school, but I would definitely change to, you know, fit people's needs or. For sure. Oh, like, oh, that's in. I better. Yeah. Better Uh wear that because they'll like that if I wear it. Yeah. I agree. Well, and same thing. When I hit 30s, I, especially even now, like as I've gone deeper into my 30s, (laughs) I even feel more confident as time goes on. Yeah. Like it's, and it's so. Um, <laughs> I was she, gonna say alleviating. That's not the word. <laughs> alleviating? Is it alle- no? No. I was, I thought refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. But there's an, where it just lifts you up. You know, you just feel like I'm levitating, free. <laughs> elevated, soaring, <laughs> flying high as a kite. <laughs> that's it that's the one you're welcome for all this help thank you thank you yes i am high as a motherfucking kite (laughs) kite i thought he's a cat for a second i was like what is that saying i find it refreshing like i just like i'm okay with my body i've accepted that i've had four kids Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna have big legs because that's just how i always have been and oh damn it, you're freaking beautiful. Oh. Doesn't he like... It's just refreshing to love yourself. Yes. And it's okay. Yes. Like, love yourselves. Yes. And I think that helps. Love that yourself, can, Ashley. That can help kids, too. You know? Better, yes. Hey, I know you I'm are. getting better. You are. I think that's a big thing, too. Like, yes. letting your kids see that it's okay yeah. to love yourself, to be different. That's yep. what we tell our kids all the time. It's great to be weird. Yep. Like, my big thing is... Imagine if we were all the same. Like, it boring. would be so boring. Oh. <laughs> Black and white, dull. Right? You know? What will you... Color. What will, you, what will your rules be? It's hard to say. <laughs> what say that will. ten times. Try it. Try the whole thing. What will your rules be? Oh, what will your rules be? You were hard for this, but it's hard. <laughs> it, uh, what will your I rules just, be? What will your... It's hard. That's what hard. What will it's hard your rules be? <laughs> Um, around social media and your kids. Because I'm guessing none of ours yet have them, no. right? Oh, no. So, no. I mean, no. I'm, I want to avoid it at all costs. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> listen, my all three of my kids have phones. And I know that's ridiculous because they're 12, 9, and 6. But my husband is super, super techie. And he's got like, they can't add their own contacts and they can't do anything on the phone unless they've asked for permission and they can't get any new apps without permission. It's all very locked down. So I'm really hoping that 
like Matthew being 12, he's got like four friends from his old school and I don't think he even talks to them anymore. So I'll probably delete their contacts soon. Cause I'm like, there's no reason for you to talk to them anymore. I just really, really, really don't want social media. He doesn't have any like apps at all. I mean no. like social media apps. No. On his phone. It's so hard cause it's so common and you know, you hear both arguments like mm-hmm. you hear that, well, they're going to need to know how to use it, how to deal with it. But at the same time, it's like, I, I know. don't want them it's too to, young. I don't want them to experience that. I, mean, I know. I was reading a thing about um, like your kids having mean friends. And it was just like talking to like, don't give in to like what you should be doing. You know, and I kind of feel that way with social media. Mm-hmm. Like because all of your kid's friends have it doesn't yeah. mean you have to give into it. Right. Like yeah. your kid will be fine without social media. Yeah. Yep. Like there's yeah, no reason. The, you're the mean mom. Yeah. You yep. don't have I, to do it just because everyone else does. Yep. yep. It's true. I know. I want to try to not have my kid. I, it's hard because I were so far away from like my, th- my thought of even like them having it at all because my kids are all so, so young. So right now I'm like, yeah, no way. Right. Like we deleted YouTube. They just watch fun cartoons on Netflix or Disney. But um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where like Instagram is by then. How many rules and regulations can be set? Can it just be them and literally just their high school friends? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You know, how controlled can it be? But I do like there's someone I know that had access to Snapchat and Instagram. And I'm sure we all have heard these stories, but someone I know personally And I saw how much it affected them negatively and it terrified me. Like it, this person got into like cutting themselves, like being like self-harm. From mean stuff or just like? I think it was mostly the attention that they got from it. And if they didn't get that attention or maybe that attention ended up, you know, kind of being like a ghost you know, gaslight situation or they ghosted him. So it's like they were so sucked into the, that's how they like had their self value was through social media. So if it wasn't there, something didn't follow through with these people they were meeting, it destroyed them, you know, and it just emotionally was extremely hard yeah, and scary. And that's where I'm like, I don't want to put my young kids when they're junior high, high school, they, you're learning so much you don't yeah. know how big and scary the world is by that point you just you think you do but you don't and and the we know the kind of people social media is a dream for predators yeah you know because it's so easy for them to access them so right now it's a no <laughs> i just think but, about how hard like that time was those teen years mm-hmm. yeah and then to to deal with like comments and just like the trolls on there it would be so much harder and just the Mm -hmm. comparison no you're right i know um so we've been trying to get my son in to see a counselor Mm -hmm. um not that he really has anything wrong but he just has big big emotions and i want him to learn how to how to deal with those and how to handle those and um the pediatrician did say it starts in about third grade where people like they're just getting those big feelings and they just don't know exactly how to handle them, and um, I just think it's a smart idea to get them in early. Yep. To know, because I feel like even you know teenagers they don't know how to handle those emotions or what's going on or you know that's why you see a high suicide rate. They don't know yeah. it's you know mental, like a mental disorder. They just think something's wrong. They don't know what to do. So I think, you know, getting on it early, having them have those ways that they can deal. Coping skills. Yeah, yes. coping skills, exactly. Matthew went to counseling for a little while and then COVID hit and then they were like, you can do over Zoom. And I was like, that's really hard with other kids around the house. So we kind of stopped, but he, it was kind of strange at first. Um, but the, the doctor also said they were like, yeah, I can kind of peak around 10 and then it kind of goes away and then it comes back in like their, their early twenties, but they never learned any coping skills. So it's yeah. really important that they learn while they're young and they're having mm-hmm. those big emotions, how to handle them. Yeah. And even, even my son who 
um, you know, when we talked about it, he was like, it, you know, it'd be nice to talk to somebody. Because, you know, you have your parents. Like, I, of course, I'm open to talking to them, but it's sometimes there's just things that you don't want to talk to them about. Yep. And to have somebody else to just kind of work him through that because kids sometimes, you know, don't listen to their parents. That's or right. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear it from mom and dad. They yeah. Sometimes they hear their else. voices all day long. Yeah. yeah. And he, he has two grandparents that are sick. And I was like, I, he, he, there's just a lot ahead for him. And if he can, right. we can get on top of it. But there is a six month waiting period. So, I mean, yep. that's a whole nother topic of yep. mental health. And yep. How much more we need yep. of it. Mm-hmm. I know. I did. I, I went to a counselor for two years in my young, young adult life. And it was the best thing I did for myself. I remember the counselor would like, like we, I tell him what I was going through and then he would go through the story again, but change it to like, imagine if it went like this, like to kind of show me this is how it could be. And I just remember going through that. It like, cause I was going through a really rough breakup and my heart was just crushed, yeah. but I knew it was an unhealthy relationship and I didn't want to go back. I was trying to get out. And making sure I was in a good space, ready for, I'm thinking of sadidics and then I'm at the men of my dreams and my life has been amazing with him. Um, but they just, they have so many tools. They, right. they are professionals. They truly know how to help you through so much. Yeah. And I, those tools, I, there's times I've used those to this day. So I can only imagine like pediatric counseling because kids, they're you're growing and changing through so much. Mm-hmm. You're going through some of the hardest years. And facing some of the hardest trials, at least they feel hard at the time. Yeah, they are. You're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. yeah. What kind of person you want to be, you know, for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Do we have any random questions? What is the best advice a family member has given you growing up? Family member? Okay, how about, let me, let me rephrase that. No, I mean. What is the best advice you were given growing up by anybody? Is there any? Gosh. I don't have any that really stand out. I know. Let me think. Oh, go, don't go to bed angry, angry. at your spouse. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just one you always we had hear. A, we had a little book for our wedding that people they passed around to every um, shower. Yeah. People could write advice in, and that really was one of the things. It always is. People oh, it always. Yeah. Say that. That's a big one. Don't go to bed angry. I want right. Yeah. Don't <laughs> tired and angry. Do. I'm going to bed. Right. <laughs> right. Tired. I actually think sometimes people do better because they sleep it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You calm down and you can talk about it the <laughs> next it, day. Really? They think about it. They right. Um, I know something my dad used to tell me. He'd say, "Cause like, I think it was in junior high or something. He's like, if people are, you know, like you feel like they're troublemakers or whatever. He's like." Don't worry about them rubbing off on you. You try to be the, the good impression that hopefully will rub off on them, which I've always, always That's stuck with one. me because he was so like open arms, just like you can be friends with whoever you want. You just don't let them take you down a road you don't want to go. Maybe help them get down the right road. And I think I, I'm going to use I that. I thought that was really yeah. cool. I liked that one. Um, here's one I like. Life's short. Eat dessert first. Yeah, we were at a family we were at a family event the other day, and um, it was my cousin's thirtieth birthday, and we were all eating. And my kids grabbed a chocolate donut first before they ate, like their pizza and fruit. And my aunts were like, "Oh, oh, 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 you didn't eat!" And I was, and they're like, "Tara, they're trying to eat their chocolate donut." And I was like, "Eh, life's short; they can have it." And I, all my cousins were like, "Yes, I want to be you when I grow up. That was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was like, my kids will eat. They will still, and they did. They still ate their pizza and their fruit. I'm like, they'll be fine. <laughs> so there's my piece of advice for you. There you go. <laughs> I already kind of told you my advice that I always give my kids. It's cool to be weird. Yes. I like that one. I yep. love that too. It's better that way. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And embrace your weirdness. Exactly. Like they see that on a daily basis with me. Yep. They do. <laughs> I love when you're filming a TikTok and one of them like walks up the stairs over and then they kind of look at you and then just keep walking yeah, by. It's like, like this is normal. Even them. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's so good. It is so good. Uh, oh, my mom's yep. at it again. Right? Cool mom. Shake it. <laughs> I don't think I have anything. I don't have any advice. 
Nothing. I don't remember anybody really giving me. Do you guys sometimes feel like, like when you hear stories of people being like, oh, my parents said, and they had this like advice that stuck with them. Do you feel like you're sometimes like, oh, what can be something that I tell my kids all the time that's going to stick with them? Yeah. <laughs> totally. My mom always said this. Right? Totally. Yeah. You hear that and you're like, okay, so what, what is my What's kid going to like, oh, my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I don't ever sure. remember anything. My I don't either. parents other than like what I said earlier, they yeah. loved me unconditionally. Yep. I mean, that was enough. I, think that's I don't need to remember anything, but for some reason internally, I'm like, oh crap, yeah, I've got to, I've got to do these like, yeah, inspirational quotes right, that right. I, th- Matt's parents are like so good at that. He could probably name off all sorts of advice and, really? and good tips that they've given him through life. And I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. So what are we going to tell our kids? <laughs> it's cool to be weird guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Go, go stick with that one. <laughs> you braid your hair and wear that man bun. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> and paint your nails. Yeah. Paint your nails. Uh, I want them honestly, to. though. Yeah. I love it. I'm down with the weirdness. <laughs> I I think I'm kind of weird, generally, a little bit. What? It's cool to be weird. Yeah. And it's cool to be oh, weird. I it's am. fun. Yeah. F U N fun to be weird. Super fun. <laughs> So fun. Next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we're on the topic of weird. Okay, we're on the topic of weird. So, um, what 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 question do you have, Molly? Oh, I was just wondering. Where is the weirdest place you've done the dirty, the deed? Hmm. Hmm. I I uh. Mine was in. The Victoria's Secret dressing room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why is mine similar? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Except that's a little bit sexier. Mine was Kohl's. So. <laughs> uh, you were probably trying something on and like. The, like One hey. thing led. And I remember yeah. it was like, come knock. You guys okay in there? Yep. 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 We're fine. We're fine. It's fitting great. I think three different times they come a knocking. Like, did they know he went in there? Yes. Yes, they did. They knew what you were doing. Yeah. Totally. Yep. I wonder how many people, <laughs> people especially Victoria's Secret. <gasps> it's going to happen a lot. Right? Really Never going in there again. <laughs> <laughs> Never going in a Don't dressing room. <laughs> Not just Victoria's Secret either. either. Nope. <laughs> this was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So ago. here's my story. We... It was our anniversary and we were poor. And so I think our plan was, and we had gotten our anniversary is December 30th. So right after Christmas, we had gotten some gift cards and I think I got one to Kohl's. And so with all the money we had, we went to dinner. That was our big splurge. And then after we went shopping (laughs) with our Christmas money, one was Kohl's. I had it all planned. I had like baby wipes in the my purse oh, to wow. clean it all up. Like, oh, I my. thought of this. <laughs> wow. So I was like, well, something different, something and spicy. Yep. I always buy a new lingerie set for our anniversary. So that was part of it, you know, the reveal in, the, in Nicole's <laughs> dressing room. So <laughs> super sexy. <laughs> Newlyweds. Good. Uh, yep. Okay. Mark and I had a really spicy time in Wendover real spicy and he will bring like good spice he'll bring that up uh, to this day i think it was our second wedding anniversary do you remember that time we went over oh yeah we'd, yes every time we pass a coals matt's yeah. like <laughs> really yeah and it's actually <laughs> the one out here for, which was so random because we were staying in a basement which room? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the second one to the left. <laughs> oh, did the same room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't even know why we were out here. It like seemed, we must have eaten out here. And as we were driving, like to move out here, we kind of passed it. And Matt's like, that's the one. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, that's it. You just came out this way because you didn't want to run into anyone you knew. Yeah. Right? Right. Probably. <laughs> Because I think we were living in Draper, and there's one in Draper. So So if you have had a weird place of sex, sex or sex with your 
with your buddy. I sex or styles. If you dare share it, we'll read we want to hear. We'll read yeah, them. we'll read them on the next episode. We can That'd see be so how many uh, dressing room ones. Yeah, there let's are. do. Yeah, seriously. I've Kim, never, do you have I've one? Never done it in a dressing room. I haven't either. Put it on the list. Oh, cool, Coles. <laughs> Right now. What's wrong with Victoria's Secret? Come on. I'm going to go to JCPenney. It doesn't seem like very many people are there. <laughs> <laughs> My spot isn't like super. I mean, I don't even know if it's the weirdest. Um, At a wedding. It was like an outdoor wedding. It was like a destination wedding. And at the wedding in like the bushes. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So wedding was the still bushes happening. are like shaking. <laughs> They're like, what is going on? There's some wild animals over there. <laughs> Everybody it's making get noises out. too. <laughs> Throw out a trap. It's grunting. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> grunting? Oh my word. <sighs> well, growling? I don't know. What do you want? Yeah. Moaning? That's where the animals the are moaning. <laughs> <laughs> probably the most adventurous i'd say for so sure. yeah for sure you come out like red flush <laughs> you're like hi guys yep <laughs> it was really hot it was in palm springs so it was already hot oh. so it was fine <laughs> good cover up good cover up yeah, everyone's like, all sweaty gross like we're good yeah everybody's hot <laughs> i do have a question though how do you clean up after a situation i know you had your stuff you were prepared mm-hmm. but like just scurry off I, to the bathroom yeah we weren't prepared I was young. <laughs> Can't do the cup and run and dumb. No. Nope. Yeah, it was like pull up the pants and clean up when you uh-huh. get home. Yep. That stuff's stinky. You never shared your weirdest <laughs> spot. Where's yours? Well, well, it was in the back of a van. That's so weird. With people, we, with people in the van? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? It was like one of those like, eight to 12 oh. passenger vans. It was like, never mind. That's, yep, that's yep. weird. That's it was like there. one of those eight to 12 passenger vans. And we were in the very back row laying down. And it was a bunch of like John's friends. <laughs> Some of them already know the story. <laughs> I don't we know why like, I was shocked that you said his name. Like, oh, don't say his name. But John, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> your husband. So anyway, yeah, it happened there. <laughs> oh boy! And we'd stopped at a gas station, <laughs> and I ran inside. But you know, like those anyway. Like, <laughs> I can't say anymore. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you getting a little more serious with us on that one, and hopefully, we ended it with a really good laugh. So for the next episode, we want to mix it up a little bit. We actually want you to choose the episode. So if you will just submit what you'd like us to talk about, and we will select one of those, we'd love to hear it. So just email us at momstake5podcast at gmail.com, or you can just message us through our Instagram account, which is momstake5. Over and out. Over and out.